0: Let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome everybody to the American Maiden Page Show. Zach here back with Professor Dreg. Hope you guys have all had a good weekend. Professor Dreg was actually in Los Angeles the last couple of days of the week, which is why we couldn't do the show last week. But uh, before <laughs> we jump into it, you want to enlighten the audience on what you were up to?
1: No, I mean, L.A. sucks. <laughs> no, it's just nothing special. Just things that we had to take care of. Uh, but, yeah, it's um, because we are working on a couple of big things. Uh, so, you know, can't really talk about it at this point. But in L.A., I did hear, and I don't know how they get away with it because I was, Well, I'm still under the impression that all of this stuff is protected through protective orders. So a lot of these, um, you know, civil matters, they have protective orders. So that means you can't really talk. Well, you can't talk about it in the public or the media. I guess this is considered the media, even though this is small. This would still be considered if somebody caught wind, you know, we'd get in trouble. But on that note, but there was this like... In L.A., I forgot the name of the show. Um, Somebody, uh, dude, they were just talking about, you know, he was saying the name of the plaintiff, some guy named Rodriguez, and he was complaining to OSHA about this and that. But the dude is horrible. I don't know how he has his own radio show. Yeah. He was just basically making jokes, and there was no legal information about anything. So he had expert witnesses on, or... I didn't hear any, but he supposedly had expert witnesses on. And I listened to the dude for an hour and he gave out no information. They were just telling jokes. And I'm thinking, who wants an attorney who just tells jokes? You know, you want to hear, you know, your legal theories and how you're going to win because this is what makes the counselor very successful. Uh, It's, You have to approach the law. Like when you approach the law, there's only one thing that matters. And that's your client's point of view. You don't argue your point of view. You don't argue Mm -hmm. anybody's point of view, except for the client. You represent the client. Even even if you
0: don't believe in his stance or his presence and he hired you, but then it's like, why would you take on the case? Right? So yeah,
1: exactly. No, but (laughs) you know, but and uh, here we go we're gonna start early <laughs> but that's the you know actually you know understanding christianity actually helps me understand to do that you know what how i mean so, how so
0: give me an example <laughs> well, this, this show i think people are, are already used to it i think at this point it's twisted into a into how everything flows from christianity
1: <laughs> whether it be politics business or uh, sociology but, or but it works on the law Because the most effective attorneys, I don't care who it is. uh, I think everybody knows the OJ case, right? You know, OJ Simpson, you know, gosh, darn it. Rob Kardashian. He murdered two people. Yeah. But his attorneys got him off. And how did they do it? Because they argued from OJ's point of view. And, you know it's all
0: it's all about a a system of checks and balances and what you can and cannot prove right and that's unfortunately why um sometimes uh even if somebody is clearly in the wrong like i heard this this really funny example In a movie called Liar Liar with Jim Okay. I know that movie. So this is this this is illustrates (laughs) it really perfectly where that lady, Greta, his secretary, and I'm sure people have seen this movie. I haven't seen this movie in years. But there was a distinctive scene, because he couldn't lie. He had to tell the truth. And this is perfect because there's one point where she goes, you know, like, like in our system, it's like flawed or whatever, and I'm leaving, and it's like a neighbor of mine, like a thief, um broke into somebody's house, but hurt himself in that person's house. And then the person had to pay the thief to get his bone fixed, even though he broke into his house. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. know if you caught that, but it was, <laughs> no, I, I you know see what I'm saying. So it's like, this guy should have been busted for breaking into somebody's house, but because he broke his leg, like on the job or I think, I don't know, remember the story exactly. Like he like basically like fell and hurt himself. Yeah. he slipped in the, slept person, and fell. the yeah, They're the person—the person whose house he broke into—had to pay him because he sued her. Yeah, but he and was that just...
1: was her employee's uh, friend of an employee. Like, yeah yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But you see how that's messed up? Because it doesn't matter if you're in the wrong or the right. It just matters on what lawyer you get and if they can get. Yeah, and that's and... why Jim Carrey's character was so good at what he does because he could lie on behalf of the client. Yeah. You know, that that's client that he client. had to, and that relates to your story. Cause when you told the story, it reminded me, it's like, his client was that like, you know, that broad that had slept with like seven different <laughs> men and the husband was clearly like a good guy, a good guy. with yeah. Right. And you know, that's kind of just shows you how it works with lawyers.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and, and he was able to get around it by, Figuring out that she was a minor when she entered the contract and da 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 Yeah, that's I actually like that, that. movie.
0: Is hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of sad too. You know, when it, you it realizes is he realizes he was a bad dad. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, I like liar liar. That was good. But but uh but it's going true, back. Though. Yeah. Well, see, but but here's the thing: the the real because I know liar like that one thing about you know like yeah it's so bad that a thief could actually sue and make money off of you so and that's that's sad but the reason why it's hard to get judgment calls and stuff like that is because we're not supposed to be judging people that's not our job our job is not to you know like just as regular humans We're not supposed to judge. We're never supposed to say, you know, judge anybody. That's just not what we do. But what we should be doing is showing love to others. You know what I mean? And then that's, you know, and like in the streets, they go, yeah, I got love for my people. I got love for for this. I I got nothing but love and and this and that. And, um, but there's a lot of truth to that, but they just don't understand what that word love means. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because without without uh Jesus, there honestly, without if and you hate to say this, but it's the truth. If you don't know Jesus, there is no love at all. And there's big huge populations on the planet that are loveless with void of any type of love. They're incapable of doing it. Why? Because it it's they're always gonna be trapped in that carnal mindset. And their entire societies ruled that way, which is basically our society at this point in time.
0: Also, also, we, after we kind of fell away from Christianity, if you think about it, we invented problems that we didn't have before. And what do I mean by this? Well, you know how you talk about loveless societies, right? things like mental illness, like depression and anxiety and all that. And I'm not going to spur this into an episode where we talk about, oh, mental illness is demonic possession. I mean, to some degree it could be, but here's the deal. We started to exhibit more illnesses, both physical and mental ailments because we fell away from Christianity. And it's really funny and interesting that as a result, then we created more industries like pharmaceuticals and whatnot to alleviate problems that we started to have for actions that we had done. See, the funny thing is I listened to a podcast by a guy who wasn't even a Christian, but he was talking about like why things happen, right? Mm -hmm. Romans is nothing but cause and effect. It's not God making bad things happen. It's just that there's a simple cause and effect. Like take our first world society as a problem, right? People talk about obesity being a disease. Obesity is a problem when it's really just cause and effect of you ate too much or maybe you're more susceptible to insulin and you got fat or people blaming the government for being 200 grand in debt, but you made those decisions. And it's really that simple that if people stuck to their values and over generations didn't do things like promiscuity or whatnot... You wouldn't have STIs. Dude, STIs are a recent phenomenon. They're not... It's not like... The, it's. You know what I mean? Like, back well, in the... It was back, funny. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. You know, because like uh, two things, what she said made me think of this. <laughs> some, some person was arguing with me about diseases. Mm-hmm. And uh, like the 10... 10 most, you know, contagious diseases on the planet, Uh da-da-da-da-da, all this stuff about um, being, you know, some form of genetic mutations and all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, I said, that's BS. I said, the bulk of it is just STDs, including uh, tuberculosis. Uh You know, how are you going to get tuberculosis or anything? Usually it's because you're having dirty sex with somebody infected and, and that's how you get it. That's because you're exposing yourself to somebody. And then, but in reality, it, it, you know, it's just exposure to, to those types of people. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And it's like, whether you're walking by them or whatever, but you know, <laughs> diseases like malaria, how does one get malaria? Well, you got to go to Africa and just going to Africa is not enough. Somehow, some way, you got to get so close to somebody they're able to give it to you. So, if well, it's through a blood
0: it, transfusion, right? You got to break the skin, all that kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: well, not but the or just let them spit in your face, and you know oh, what I mean? Sure,
0: bodily you, fluids absorb,
1: yeah. So, okay, and that's okay. the whole point. It's it's like, and, and but people don't want to say it, you know, because it's it sounds racist. It's like, well, because a lot of those diseases aren't here you know they're just not and usually it happens to people who go out and date hookers and and it's just (laughs) a reality almost all of our diseases can be linked to lifestyle choice and a big part of lifestyle choice is how you have sex so you know yeah I just don't buy any of that like oh but but do you get what
0: i'm trying to say though and how i'm tying this to like
1: oh no that's exactly why i'm saying it because you're right see because every disease we have is a lifestyle disease think about this and this isn't doesn't come from me uh dr laura schlesinger was the one that said this decades ago Woo! how how (laughs) many fat people came out of the concentration camps (laughs) seriously how many of them were fat no, None. zero, zero fat people came out of the concentration camp. So that should tell you something about, you know, overeating and obesity. You know what I mean? They weren't eating. There was no fat juice coming out of there. There's no, you know, you know, how come there wasn't a chubby one or a thick one or, a, a um, you know, or just a regular lean muscular Jew coming out of there. If he has obesity problems, he would have came out as a lean dude. Right. None of them came out that way. They all came out sticks and bones. Emaciated, yeah. Yeah, all of them. All of them. So you got proof right there. What more proof do you need? (laughs) You know what I mean? Do you have to go to other famine-stricken regions? How many fat dudes are coming out of Ethiopia when there was that? The, the 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 famine in Ethiopia way back in the 80s. You know, how many fat dudes were coming out of Ethiopia then? In reality, how many fat Ethiopians do you know today? <laughs> you know, they're still hungry. Well, it, the thing
0: is, because in Western culture, right, and, and this is going to segue a little bit the reason why is because we have a very heavy carb-centric diet, which was all because of the fact that there was lobbyists with the Department of Agriculture incentivizing farmers to produce stuff like corn, stuff like, you know, things that they could feed their cows with and get um, ethanol and and making the the carbs the bottom of the food pyramid when you do need carbs. I'm not a keto crazy guy, but like you can't, you shouldn't eat too many carbs because they make you fat. Like carbs, like That's what spikes your insulin. We all know that. I don't want to turn this into a health show. But what I'm trying to say is a lot of the problems we have, we create it. God didn't give us AIDS or HIV. Like, that's just the result of poor decision making, is really what it is. Like, STIs that come when you get gonorrhea, it's not, it's not, ah, what? And and here's the thing also about consequence because the guy on the podcast who wasn't even religious said the same thing. You know, it was a secular guy, and he said that well, then on the contrary, it is also what you see too, because like uh oh, I think I froze for a second there. Did you get me?
1: Yeah, I okay. got you. Well, what, I, well what, I didn't hear, but I, I know what you're saying. Well what what I'm only I, one second pause.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So what I was saying was like the contrary is also the truth in that if you practice these principles what people don't understand is that if you don't do certain things, you know, you know, the whole law of attraction thing is a popular thing. Like if you believe it, then it must be true and everything in a weird way. That's a perverse, a perverse kind of like reverse standpoint of Christianity, but it's kind of true. Like if you are somebody who lives by your own virtues and you don't engage in premarital sex or whatnot and everything, the reward is that is what a long-term relationship that's stable. Like really like you actually more, you are statistically more likely to stay with one person your whole life. If you're not promiscuous, that's not judgment. And that's not, Oh, well, what happens if I'm tatted up and used up? Well, those, that's decision-making. That's not, you know, and the thing is, even though I heard this too, like God may forgive and say, like, you know, for example, girls who've been like around the blog and men don't want to marry them anymore. The excuse they make is, well, God, you know, but God does forgive, but it doesn't mean men have to. It doesn't mean men have to take that on and, and deal with it, right? Because a lot of women are complaining like, you know, you know, and they end up in the church and they're like single. Well,
1: but okay, but I'm telling you, that point is a great segue to that Amber Geyer situation.
0: Uh, yes amber Geyer. that's somebody somebody sent in an article thank you uh let me just shout that person out thank you hot girl hot girl for sending in some content really appreciate you listening to the american main
1: page show but yeah amber Geyer was somebody i wanted to talk about a little bit more well no but we can save it for tomorrow but i'm t- what you said t- just right now is identical to amber Geyer, but in the opposite way like in a in a parallel universe right because shit because and we spoke about this before too because it kind of gets into simping and 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 gold diggers what you said you know does a prostitute or a hooker girl because to me they're all the same i don't care if you're a real street walker or a sugar baby right or, yeah. or well, gold digger you guys are nothing more than prostitutes seriously right. You guys are prostitutes. They're prostituting. I don't care no, so- how you cover it. It's a but. Do those women honestly deserve a second chance? And I well, but here's the thing. But
0: go ahead, because I have a point.
1: Yeah. Okay. So my thing is, it's always gonna be yes. Always, always gonna be yes because it's the same thing with me. I am a male version of a hooker. Uh, and it's it's like, do I deserve any type of, you know, redemption or, or, or people's not forgiveness, but, you know, like a second chance or should I be judged? Like if I walk into court, if I walk into anywhere, should people judge me based on my past? And the answer is always going to be no, right? Because even if I was doing it. See, that was the whole thing, because you you're told me you the one that told me the story about the dude on the cross being a thief, mm-hmm. and then he went to heaven. He yeah. wasn't judged. All he had to do was believe in Jesus. That was it. Right. And he's in heaven. Right. And he wasn't judged based on his criminal behavior. So if I was still engaging in criminal acts and I was representing somebody, do, should I be judged? And the answer will always be no. And that's what makes this amber well maybe we'll say this for tomorrow, but but it's it's a good type. Does that cop, Amber Geyer, mm-hmm. does she have the right to be forgiven? or should she be punished? But yeah, we'll say that for tomorrow, but, but, but
0: see here's the, okay, so that we'll we'll talk about that tomorrow, but on the point about, for example, I'll give you the context as to what I was listening to, right? Yeah, there was a so-called Christian woman. and and don't get me wrong like i I say this because we have to acknowledge the truth for what it is sometimes women in the church and women that aren't in the church they're no different from each other and i think that people who have who are reasonable may know that because the way you determine is through people's actions right but when you have women who are godly and women who you know try to be because they you know they're in the church and whatnot you can't really just bank on what they say. You got to see what they're, what they're doing. So this girl was getting all bent out of shape because there was an article that was written about how men prefer debt-free virgins without tattoos. <laughs> in, a, in a simple, in, in a simple, it's a great article, actually, it, you know, in, in short, it's true. I think at the bottom of, uh, of our hearts, I think, you know, prejudice aside, that's what we want. You know, we want the submissive debt-free version without tattoos and everything. Because, you know, a guy I know said it really best. It's like tattoos on a woman is like putting, you know, bumper stickers on a Ferrari. It's just like women are beautiful. Like, why would you do that? (laughs) Anyways, but that's besides the point. What I'm trying to get at is that even if, and this goes for me too, even if I know I've screwed up in my past, right, in this area, whether it's like you used to be sexually promiscuous or whatnot god forgives you but there are still consequences on this planet for your actions physical consequences like for example if you get aids right for worst case scenario i'm not pinning that on anyone but worst case scenario you get an sti you're forgiven but the thing is god like god forgives you spiritually but the thing is there are still consequences for your actions right just like you right like you've been forgiven but you still get angry. Like there are still things you have to yeah. work on. The problem here is when people say, well, I'm forgiven as an excuse to, to just kind of go out and still sleep around and still be a hooker. Cause there are women like that where it's just like, they say, well, they, they call it what a, um, it, w- it was like a, a presumptuous sinner or whatnot. Right. It's like, well, I know I'm going to, you know, sin anyway. So I might as well just go and still do things, but there are physical consequences for that, that manifest cause and effect in ways that you don't see yet like for example if you wonder why guys don't want to marry you like your, your actions are going to speak for themselves
1: yeah well see because you're going to
0: be neurotic you're going to be all entitled and everything yeah but see like, but
1: there, there's but there's a fundamental flaw in that thinking any woman who's in, i don't mean all women i was just saying no, this, no, no, like, no. in a context of yeah. this this yeah and for that article so here's her flaw in her thinking There's a lot of flaws in in everybody's thinking, but in this one, because this whole thing is just so bizarre. But here's the thing. Any woman who goes to church looking for a husband, that's wrong. You don't go to church to go look for husbands or you don't go on dates looking for husbands. You don't. You just don't. You have to. I mean, this and this is the bizarre thing. That people, they don't teach this because people really don't understand Romans, right? So based on Romans, you don't go looking for husbands. You don't. Because nobody's a mind reader. Or else I would have said someone, no, seriously. It's the fact. The whole thing about reading minds and that's all. If anybody can do that, I guarantee you (laughs) some kind of demonic freak. Seriously. Uh-huh. Because that is a special talent or gift if you know how to somehow some way materialize energy uh into real mass. Sure. And, and so that that's not that's not no way. Th- that's impossible. You are not a radio that could somehow, you know, translate waves into something that we can understand. It's impossible. Uh and Only probably only God could do something like that, but anyway. So, because nobody's a mind reader, you can't go on dates specifically to make a person into your husband, that's not how it works. Yes, because yes, that's right. When you find a wife, it is through just everyday, natural things you're going shopping. Something happens, you meet somebody. You're going to church and then out to see
0: God you to first, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, yeah, you know, you see somebody and then you guys start talking. Or maybe you're out at a restaurant, you see somebody, and say, hey, look, da 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 da. But all of these people who use dating websites and things like that, just it's just another way to get taken advantage of. So all those people need to stop looking. Because you have to have, you know, and, and I know this is really hard to swallow, but people have to just try that there's Christian out there and you will see that, you'll understand, you'll see a Christian when you see one. If you're a Christian, you will see another Christian. You will always see that person. Why? Because you will see that that person loves themselves and you will see that they will have the ability to love others. And if you don't see that on another person, stay away. What's a tattoo? A tattoo is a sign that you really don't like yourself. It is. It's Mm -hmm. not that, but here's the other thing. For all the men who don't like tattoos or, or, you know, like whoever answered that stupid poll, Those aren't Christians. (laughs) And I'll tell you why. Because it's a judgment. Because we don't know what's inside someone's heart. Me, personally, I never got a tattoo. Why? Because I knew, I've always known what tattoos were. (laughs) Tattoos were something that weak-minded people got. Because they wanted to fit in. It's just like drinking or doing drugs. It's something people do so they can alter their state of thinking. So they can participate in whatever societal norm that they need to participate in. That's what a tattoo is. It's the same thing as drinking. It's the same thing as smoking. All of that crap is just stuff that we don't need. It, it's because it's, uh, it's, this is really interesting. The, um, and I'm not the only one saying this, but our country isn't suffering from white supremacy or black supremacy, we are, and you just said it, we're having trouble without, you know, we're in trouble because we're not Christian people. So then what are we? What's America? Mm -hmm. America is a country filled with supremacists. Everybody's a supremacist. They're the best. You know, what's, what's Donald Trump? Is he a white supremacist? No, he's just a supremacist. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well best in, in his own mind at what he does
1: yeah but look i mean he could back it so is he a narcissist no because to be a narcissist you have to be failing at life some people can be considered a supremacist or a narcissist and get away with it trump has been successful he's the president of the united states he's meeting with other presidents of other countries so he has a right to be a supremacist because he's at the top. Mm-hmm. But what about other people who are supremacists for no gosh darn reason? And that's what we're dealing with. We are dealing with the country of supremacists and no Christians. Christian people will never be supremacists, never. But yet, somehow, some way, those dudes took a poll and they acted like a bunch of supremacists judging women's like i don't if you have debt look if i got money and because here's the thing in my mind I, i don't know if this is true or not because you know i'm 50 and i never had a girlfriend until the counselor you know what i mean now i you know we're gonna get married and and whatever so you know what i mean so but Because of, you know, I don't want to say I'm super smart, but I am. Uh, And because of my intelligence and my ability to to think logically, and now that I understand Christianity, Mm -hmm. you know, this is how dating should be. You're living your life. God puts a series of situations in your life because he created this universe. So because he created this universe, he created a natural way of things to work. Right, And during that process of the universe working, nature's laws, you should be working. You should be interacting with other people. And when you're building a life based on what Jesus says, not so much, you can't go by what the Old te- it has to be based on New Testament uh, philosophies, what Jesus was talking about, because the Old Testament was whack. Mm-hmm. And God admitted it. That's why He sent Jesus. No, it's not whack, but it. Oh just- no, it's whack. There's a lot of things in the Old Testament that's really whack, and that's I mean, because look, are there a lot of good things? Yeah, of course. The science, the history, but there's a lot of things Jews don't get, mm-hmm. and that's why those Jews have been suffering for so, and they're going to continue to suffer, and they will always suffer until they understand the new testament they have to well
0: it's the, i think they understand it but they don't accept it is the thing they, they don't fully accept it man, my, internet.
1: my internet you gotta repeat that repeat that
0: Sorry, i said uh they don't fully under it's like the internet cuts out at the time i have to give it. I
1: know, man. It,
0: it's it's <laughs> they
1: they uh they don't fully accept it is the
0: thing it's not that they don't understand it
1: so they don't accept it well see but that's the thing why don't they accept it same reason i didn't accept it nobody understands romans it is not taught because the jewish people when you go back to the tower of babel they always took that tech to make themselves a bunch of supremacists all of them jewish people are very wow. guilty of being supremacists. You know, they're the top lawyers. They're at, in any, you pick an industry and it's the Jewish people who are on top of that industry. It's just how it works. Why? Because they're supremacists. They don't believe in that loving others. They're very good at loving themselves, but it's a love that makes them supremacists, which is probably why Trump's kid became a Jew. You know what I mean? Because Trump might be a Christian, but guess what? The daughter became a Jew. (laughs) It's true, and and it's it's part of that supremacist mentality. If you are a supremacist, it sucks because, and I I'm guilty of it too because I was so smart, coming up with all of these things and doing all these great things, you know, working on all these projects and things like that. It's insane how you honestly believe that you are God. Yeah. I can create this. Oh, I created it. What did I create? I created some math formulas that and you know that helped, you know, cure asthma. That that's a great, great accomplishment. Very few people can say that. You know, very few people can say that. Mm-hmm. And and for some reason, Jews have been very good at inventing things. I'm trying to think is Tom a Jew, but I mean, I shouldn't say names, but, <laughs> but it was his idea. You know what I mean? And the thing is, he's also like the head of a uh, department of emergency prominent hospital here in the Bay. And, and, and the thing is, it wasn't his math. It was, but it was his idea. And, you know, he works with certain things all the time. So, but my point is, the Jewish people are have that supremacist mentality. Without Christ, everybody has a supremacist mentality, which is why black people to this day have it now. In the old days, black people used to be humble. And think about this. You know, uh, That's a good
0: point, actually.
1: <laughs> going back to what you were saying before we hit the airwaves, the people you sell to, yeah. See, because I like to use Jews and Blacks as perfect examples because they're like on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Y- you know, so um, uh, a Black person in the eight- 1800s, they were humble. Even when they had all the money in the world. Think about this. You cannot, and, and I said this uh, many times on the show. We said this many times on the show. How rich do you have to be? As a society, as a culture, <laughs> yeah, I know she's. Uh, yeah, she likes seeing you. But anyway, how successful do you have to be in the 1800s to produce female millionaires? And this is what people don't get: if it was so bad for blacks, how come there were no white female millionaires back in the 1800s? Mm-hmm. None. Because they were the ones struggling in in that time of society.
0: We talked about Black Wall Street. We talked about Florida A&M. We talked about Texas A&M.
1: But what did they have? They had Christianity. And they they weren't supremacists because they had Christianity. As soon as they lost Christianity, they like all the blacks now, Puff Daddy, Kanye West, all of these people are supremacists. They, not be, they might not be racist supremacists, but just like Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a supremacist. Kanye West, not Kanye West. Sean Puff Daddy Combs from Revolt TV. He's a supremacist. Because only his opinion matters. Nobody else matters. If you don't... And here's what both of them, they're both identical. What does Donald Trump want from his people? His number one. One thing: If you want to work for Donald Trump, he don't care about anything except for loyalty. If you don't give him your loyalty, he does not care. Mm-hmm. He does not, and that's what supremacists do. They want loyalty, just like in a mob movie. <laughs> you know, seriously, think about that. Yeah, show- what uh, Sean Puff Daddy Combs? You know that thing with Killer Mike and candace Owens? Yeah. Candace Owens wasn't even originally invited to speak. She wasn't. She was a villain. Oh. And, uh, yeah, she wasn't invited to speak, but some other girls dropped down. They couldn't make it. And, uh, so they brought Candace Owens as a last minute thing. And, uh, so she did it. And, uh, but anyway, but the point is, Sean Puff Daddy Combs only had people on that panel based on loyalty and nothing else. It wasn't based on opinions. It wasn't based on anything. That's, and that's probably why she shut it up a lot. She wasn't like herself because she gave her loyalty to Sean Puff Daddy Combs. Mm-hmm. And that's why I know she's not a real Christian because why? She's not loyal to uh, God or Jesus. She's loyal to men. And that's, what, and that's why she will never, like, half the things she says is pretty good and the other half is just garbage because she's not a Christian woman. She's not. And she gives her loyalty to to people. See me, Uh, you know, I don't give my loyalty. I've never had because I was a supremacist. Now I give my loyalty to Jesus. Seriously. If it's not something for coming from Romans or the first or second commandment, because now that's how I see everything. I base everything on first and second commandment and then Romans. Seriously. And if I see somebody who doesn't love themselves, I won't even fuck with them. I'm like, get out of here. You know what I mean? And I was like, you know, but that's how you do it. That's how you live life. That's like, you know, it took me like 15 minutes to say it, but that's <laughs> how you live your life. Yeah. Like that pull, somebody should have said, man, get the fuck out of here with that stupid ass pull. I don't want to hear that. I'm not going to be judging people I see at church or whatever because they got a tattoo or they got debt. I don't know them. How would I, you know what I mean? So it's like, when I hear a poll like that, I'm like, ah, I'll discount that. I don't even care. But in my personal life, if I'm working with somebody like, you know, like with the counselor, you know, we were working together. I was hired by a very powerful man to work with the counselor. So, you know, and when I went into it, I was like, damn, she's hot. She, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm going to, but through some miracle of God, somehow, some way I looked at her in a way that a Christian will look at, at a woman. I don't know why, but for some reason that's, that's what happened. And maybe because Wendy's, um, the counselor, you just prays a lot, I guess, you know what I mean? So you know what I mean? So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Cause I don't really know enough about how, prayers work <laughs> but but the point being is you know what I mean it, it, it's it's you're supposed to work with people and when you're working with people when you get to know them then you get those feelings like hey you know what we can make a family together we can get married we should do this we should do that you know because that's how it works that's how you right. You don't date because you see some hot person on the internet. It's like, hey, I'm gonna make contact because I think she's hot. That's not how it works. Because just by chance, mm-hmm. the counselor's hot. But if she would have been ugly, and the same person, we would have ended up together. Interesting. That, that, because that's how that's how life works. Because normally, I don't work with women. I just don't. Uh, you know and and, and, you know and it has nothing to do with anything but no,
0: i know i know it just it's the nature of your job and your line of work
1: yeah because it's the truth i mean look i don't care i know these movies and captain marvel they make women seem like they're so strong and powerful but man on look i don't work out i'm an old man but on any given day i could slap on 550 on my back and lift it with one leg on my toes 20 times either leg no woman can do that no woman you know what i mean that's what men do right that's a man thing you know what i mean that's not women don't do this so look if for my work and you know we've represented a cop and this cop was such a woman and i'm like dude i said man i said you know i would never work with the woman well we talked she's not gonna protect me i don't want people shooting everybody well you know what i mean because you shoot me
0: (laughs) but we talked about this a long time ago
1: too about how i don't think women should be cops in the first place it's a dangerous job No, but see but that's why it's 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 hard to meet women it really is without being a horn dog you know what i mean because what do men and women really have in common you know so where do you meet women see that's a real thing like that's a question yeah yeah where do we meet them You know, beyond shopping, I mean, you know, and it's just like, you can't, you can't, here's the thing I've
0: learned too, and I've accepted this because I used to think like that. I used to be like, oh, I'd find some girl at church, right? But see, if you're going into it with that intention, that's a surefire way to make sure nothing happens. It has to be, you were just doing your thing and they just happen to come in and compliment your life. That's actually how it works. And you know what? That's how God intended it.
1: Yeah, no, but you know what's funny, too? If you go to church just to pick up on uh, on, on women, I think women can tell. Yeah. Y- you know what I mean? And they can smell it a mile away, and then you're just going to church, wasting time, getting angry, hating God, because, you know, it's <laughs> not what you want it to be. But unfortunately, a lot of churches do that, too. They, uh, you know, like everybody's all, I mean, because you should dress up, I believe in dressing up because it it shows you should. Yeah, I should do that more. Well, you know, because it's not just respect for yourself, but it shows respect for others. That's why you dress up in court. All the attorneys are always in suits, business suits or something, because it shows respect to the, uh, it shows respect to the court. And you should, I mean, if we're showing respect to a man by dressing up, then shouldn't we show respect to God? You know what I mean? I mean, I know, does God care? No, but we should show him some respect. So just always look give your best to God. And that's what I learned that from my, you know, Christian uh, teammates. Yeah. When when I was running track, they always said, we, go, we do our best out of respect for God. We don't do it for ourselves to win these. Because, you know, like I told you a hundred times, we never lost. Two years, we never lost. But they always pray for others because for god we do our best we don't do our best for ourselves we do it for god so you know because god made us and you know we don't want him thinking he wasted his time (laughs) you know making a whole bunch of devil worshiping people (laughs) but think about that that's insane like that's why he killed off all them people the other time during the flood and then uh and you know What if one day he decides to change? Even though he made a promise, but he can always change his mind and destroy the earth because everybody's all full of shenanigans. You know what I mean? It's like
0: because God keeps His word and He promised He wouldn't destroy the world again, so He doesn't change. But
1: He gave up His son. This is the thing that scares me. He gave up His only son, made him go. Because man, that stuff—I don't want to say—it gives me nightmares. But man, when I go to sleep. I can't stop thinking about stuff like that. Like, I see it in my head. You know what I mean? Like, what he had to have gone through just to, you know, just for us. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like man, why would he do that? You know? And, and the, the least we could do is show God some respect. You know what I mean? There's nothing shameful about doing stuff like that. But for a lot of people, for a lot of supremacists, they are they feel like, oh, I'm not going to, you know what I mean? Because there was this flood or there was this hurricane, there was this, this or that. And, and, you know, a lot of people have a lot of reasons why they don't want to get dressed up or show God respect because they're angry. But then again, that's what the preachers are for, you know, to tell, Hey, look, this is a a Roman thing. This is, this has nothing to do with, with God. Mm -hmm. You know, we should always show God our best and, and, you know, because he gave us life because, uh, you know, and I always freak out on this too. Another thing to freak out about how fast does this planet actually move? You know what I mean? When you really think about it, it moves about 65,000 miles per hour in a perfect orbit around the sun. Can you imagine if we're just off by a little bit? Yeah. Always thought freeze to death or boil to death like a crab. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, and the, uh, which is funny because black suffer from crab mentality. But the thing is, <laughs> oh, this whole thing just blows me away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it does. It just blows me away. Everything just blows me away, and so that's why, like, I'm thankful. You know, and I always want to give my best. Now, it's not for myself, not for the family, but it's for God because He deserves it. Mm -hmm. He deserves all the glory because he made us and he made this universe in such a way that it can never be duplicated. Never. Nobody could ever do this again. All of the human, the smartest people on the planet could never do what God did. Never, never could be recreated, not in a lab, not anywhere. Mm-hmm. think about that we are moving so fast but yet we don't float off into outer space <laughs> or the sun doesn't suck us up in a black hole that's gonna kill us all one day black you holes know? don't exist yeah i know that's the whole thing it's crazy or our understanding of a quote-unquote black hole is so wrong it's not even funny it's not even funny <laughs> but on that note Yeah, but you gotta do it again. Anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> oh,
0: she's crying again.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Having a baby. But yeah, guys, thanks for uh tuning in and listening. I know I don't know where he's running off to. Yeah, oh, no,
1: no, 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 but don't don't worry, don't worry. I'm back, I'm back. Uh anyway, so long story short, uh, because I know our time is is, is getting near, but Yeah, you know what? I don't think you gave an opening statement. All I No, it wasn't
0: an opening statement. It was just, I I just wanted to see where you were. But then you know how we are. It naturally (laughs) flows into other things. I really just wanted to talk about that. And I guess I'll reveal it for everybody at the end here. What kind of spurred all this off was just the aspect of cause and effect. So for those of you who don't know, I, I like sell stuff on the phone. And I was just saying that like, it's just an observation that I've made that with, with, you know, people in minority communities in the black community, right now, the type of sales I do, I'm selling like thousands of dollars worth of stuff. So you can't just, it's not an everyday impulsive buy, you know, you got to have money to do what, what I'm proposing here. I won't go into too much detail, but (laughs) I've noticed that every time you encounter, you know, somebody who was just kind of like, I'll be honest, it's usually like a black person, right? And if they're like, you know, they don't have their life together or they're broke or whatnot, the answer is usually the same. But if that individual is married and have has kids, for some reason, if they're black, they all have money. For some reason, even if they work modest jobs, they have money. Like they they and a lot of it relative to their what they earn. For some reason, I I don't know why that is, but I actually do know why that is. But what I mean is it's interesting how in the perfect natural order of things it's like god intended for you to not cohabitate to not have a single parent household to not just get knocked up without getting married right to actually work together and build a family and believe it or not when your families are stable oh you got a whole lot of a better shot at not just being happy but financially secure as well so i just wanted to that's kind of what stirred this whole thing but
1: yeah, no, but you know, but that is so correct, man. That is so correct. That's not even funny. <laughs> oh man, but it, I mean, we laugh because
0: we laugh because yeah, because of, it's fitting. And human beings laugh number one because of realities that are that are pointed out, right? And irony. That's the funny thing. It's like you try so hard to stunt. Everybody wants to be an NBA player or, or a rapper, and it's like, dude just go to church like don't have sex before you're married get married and have kids and have a regular job and you will have more abundance in your life than you'll know what to do with it's just how we were made
1: But you know but that's the funny thing it's like in, in the black culture especially with black communities sex is like the thing to do it's just what everybody does because why They got nothing else. It's kind of like, you know, like why do Mexicans have so many kids? Because they can't afford to go out to eat. (laughs) So so they just have, they stay home, have like those little family barbecues and then they, you know, they have sex and then that's it. That's that's what their lives are. And, uh, but it's like that with blacks, but there's no family. They just, they just do it because there's nothing else. That's their reward, you know, for everything. It's just, I don't know. Have you ever kissed the band? Yeah, Uh, of course. Have you ever heard heard of Kiss? Yeah. So Okay, so if you ever listen to Gene Simmons speak, that's like what it's like to be black. (laughs) Because that's the only motivation they have. They don't care about houses or cars or anything. They don't. (laughs) because they don't have they have no idea how nice it is to have a family and a regular life you know what i mean because there's like a lot of pressure to be good at sex or or, or whatever but when when you let all that crap go and just become a normal human being you know not like an animal your life is that much better and that's why those black dudes you know that even if, if they're not rich they could afford you know no debt no you know good family they could afford things because they're not throwing their money away on stupidity you could have a nice dinner without going to an expensive steakhouse like um Harris like in San francisco there's a there's a, a few mm-hmm. uh, Harris is one of them you know why spend 300 bucks on a little four ounce piece of the layman, y'all just get laid when you could probably spend the same amount of money and feed a whole boatload of people you know what i mean and have a really good party and and, and make it about your community and whatever you know what i mean see blacks don't think that way <laughs> you know yeah we, but- we, we do something totally different <laughs> which is crazy but once you accept christ then you're like any other normal christian person and just have you know enjoy your life enjoy family and and enjoy how your family grows and you could do things for your family you know what i mean so when somebody calls and says hey i want to pitch you something how is this going to affect my family well this oh i'm sold here you go you know what i mean
0: (laughs) that's what i'm talking about that's exactly how it happens you're like and then I always tell them, talk to your wife about it. See if she's on board. And then when they're both on board, dude, power couple. Like they make it happen. <laughs> oh, they make it happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, here's my credit good. card. It's no big deal. You know, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, all
1: right. <laughs> Anyways, we got to wrap this
0: up. Uh, any quick final thoughts before I
1: close off? No, gonna... no, no, no. Just, just, uh, yeah, the whole, we should do uh, an episode on, on like serious dating tips and, <laughs> yeah, and things like that. Because yeah. people to learn. But that was good. I like today's show. Good, good. Well, thank you
0: guys for listening to the American Maiden Page Show, and we will see you tomorrow, and we'll talk more about Amber Geiger
1: tomorrow. Geiger. Yeah, yeah, I want to do that tomorrow because that's very interesting. All All right. Cool.